Hey guys, settle in with your gal and listen to the Manipod Show. Bobby HD, you're on. And we're back with the Manipod Show. I'm Bobby. And I'm HD. And with our very special guest. Rihanna. Yay, she's back. For a return visit. I don't yes. know, you've done two or three now, right? Yeah, just about. Four or five, yeah. Six. And always, <laughs> and always a keeper. Always a keeper. Oh, my girl. So, we are gonna, we, we always talk about taking advantage of female guests. <laughs> in regards to the topic we talk about and getting a female perspective. Well, you don't have to put the guest on the end of that. <laughs> Taking advantage of females, I think, is a seg- segment we did. Shame okay. on you. Oh, I know. I think that's my cue. Oh, he hurt me. If he coughs, the BDS we just have episode. to have a half second before the cough and after the cough so I can delete the cough. Yes. He, so does, i got to have a planned cough. I think it's Pavlovian now. We start... He doesn't ever cough. <laughs> well, I usually smoke... Although, I, I think it is Pavlovian. I think you're right. Because now we put I the mic on like and he starts coughing. <laughs> oh, and by the way, keep that away from him. That's a bottle of water because... The sound of him drinking water is, is it's not a pleasant yeah. sign. Okay, that will be my job. <laughs> okay. No, your job is to be scintillating and interesting. Well, that's her life. Yes, I it is. It is. I know. Ever. Uh, the cancer life. So, we're going to talk about a <laughs> topic so that is... so envious of his cancer <laughs> right, Well, he oh, made he it is, that way. Speaking of Pavlovian, jeez. I'm actually a... making fun of both of you, but... Being cancers, you, you you think I'm actually praising you both of you? <laughs> like I want to be like you? No. It's uh, funny because you're the only one laughing. Because <laughs> I know the joke, and I've never taken it as a compliment. <laughs> no, I I, I I just because I find it endearing. Well, we should backstory this quickly. Yes. Both we're separated by a week. Is it? I think it's a week. Well, not in real year. In <laughs> years. By work birth. <laughs> <laughs> But I am older than you, so I was born first, and then you were born a week later. No, when you're the one. A week and a. I'm the ninth. Oh yeah, sixteenth, right? Yeah. Ah, I remember. Nice. You forgot my birthday. I did it. June sixteenth, and July. I'm gonna July two months exactly two months after my birthday. Ah. Wait a minute. No, you, May sixteenth. Oh, that's right. You you and your month thing. Yeah, he goes by the day. I go by the date. What would you go by? Hey, you're right, what? though. In that case, you say, you're right. What's the like, difference between the day and the date? Well, like, we're going to Lightning in a Bottle. Plug, plug. And we were talking about, oh, my, I said, it's almost a month away. Be- well, no, it was uh, no, it was on the 8th we talked about it. Was it was Thursday? It was, th- and, it was last well, Thursday. It starts on a Thursday, right. but I was talking to him on April 8th. Which was Monday. And, yeah. And I said, it's a month away. And he says, no. You know, th- and I said, no, you go, I, you go by the date, not by the, the day of the week. But, I, but he's right. So Sometimes- when Thursday came, I said, it's a month away. Cause it, but you know what? When you say there, it would actually be, it's four weeks away. That's what you would normally say. Yeah. Because what you yeah. just said right now, it's two months away from my birthday. Is actually more. I know. Oh, my God. Is this why we only have five <laughs> listeners? <laughs> Anyways, we digress. Oh, oh my God. God. We, Take two. Yeah. So, oh, um, no, we're not re recording. Action from right here. <laughs> no, right no here. unfortunately, we keep a This lot. is so typical. Yeah. So, we, we want to think that it's endearing to our listeners, but maybe it's not. So, I heard a song today. Sarah Bareilles' new album dropped uh, a couple weeks ago, maybe. I don't know. Well, the song but you've been hearing the song. Well, you know, sometimes it you know, really. I want to put a plug for my favorite radio station, 88.5. Public radio, LA free, LA based. Well, yeah, it's, it's college. It's Saddleback and Cal State Northridge. Oh, really? Combined, but they have so it's the B side. Have, they don't have 
they don't have college students doing it. I mean, you can. Oh, really? They're professional yeah. DJs. I think they're like ex DJs from long back. They're really good. I mean, the station is oh, so like my wheelhouse. Like but they've been playing this song. I thought it was an old Cerebrella song because they've been playing it for like six months. That's weird. So this, I'm going to read the chorus and we'll go off of that. But and then I'll say why, what the topic's about, or maybe I won't have to say it. Okay. All my armor comes from you. You make me try harder. All I ever do, ever do. Oh, no, no, my, 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 my armor comes from you. <laughs> I'm sure it sounds better when she sings well, it. Well, if you sing it, you don't know if you have to say my six you times. Make me, <laughs> you make me stronger, stronger. Now hand me my armor. Basically, it's a female empowerment song. You, you heard this? Oh, you read the lyrics just now. A little bit, yeah. I think you have to hear it. I think I have to hear and it. And she's known, I mean, she's a, definitely a feminist type performer but she does a broad range of stuff love songs a lot of breakup stuff yeah brave her, brave brave is a song about yeah I love really brave good. yeah female strength she was like the soundtrack for my exes and my relationship mm. so <laughs> literally yeah. they play it every day yeah yeah so but she's good she's really good but but this what she's talking about here for me i was i was just explaining to my colleagues before we started uh recording how dare you and I will stop How's talking that? then, uh, is everything's so divisive and so like us versus them these days. You know, Democrats, Republicans, conservative, liberals, immigrants, white people, and male, female. And I think everything's a contest and a war. And that's just, you know, what we've gotten to over the last maybe forever. And I just want to have a discussion that takes the divisiveness out of it. And it's like, what are, what are we learning from the struggle is what I got from this. That's, so that's what I wanted to talk about and I, take it away. I guess it would be important. You have not heard the song. Right? I have not heard the song. Shit. Yeah, that would be that would have been good. <laughs> right? Well, even just, but it just inspired a, a, an idea. Should we pause and let her listen to the song? Because I have very strong, very different opinions about the song than you do. I don't but, want to make it about the song, though. But we need to make this segment about Rihanna. Yeah. Well, we no, well about, about Rihanna. Well, we're talking about you're the female, you're the token female. All right, I really want to. Do, I, I, I don't know. If we, I don't know if we want to do token. I don't know if we want to do this on air or just pause and have her hear it. But you know what? It's almost like we should let the listeners listen to the song. You're going to post it, but you should listen to it, hear the words, and your first impression because mine are very, very strong. But I don't want to make this about the song. It's about what it made me think about that I wanted to talk about. It's kind of hard to not make it about the song when you just interpreted the well, song. Well, you know, I read it. Yeah, I shouldn't so have read it. That's your interpretation. So we can do it based off your interpretation and just well, it's just what a topic. It's just a topic. And like I said, forget the song. I mean, if this is not about the song as much as about what the song made me think so about, about which is the topic. No, it's not. No, it's always about me. Well, that's okay. <laughs> but see, it's too bad because I think the song, and it would be a, another topic, but. It's we very different once before. Well, okay. We I tell you what. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to add my interpretation, and then you take both interpretations, and no, you can talk no, about. I don't, the... want, I don't want to interpret. Okay, go ahead. Whatever. Oh, really? So you can interpret the song, but I can't. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that it made me think about something that I wanted to talk about. But you're wrong and then about have a, a exploration you're of wrong that about topic. the song, and so it just totally. Yeah. I'm wrong about the song. Yeah. <laughs> so, maybe, so maybe this is about. Your feeling on this. This is about your whatever. Well, it's about a topic that came up from in my head that made me think about a bigger thing so that I wanted to talk yeah, about. This is not about the song at this point. And it's this not about, about me and my interpretation. You... Yeah. Well, it's about a topic that, you know, it inspired a topic. 
And your topic then is pretend to My topic is male female relationships and what we've learned in the battle. Does that is that male clear? Female? Huh? Yeah, male. Because it's like we seem to be at war, and I'm talking about. I think you always learn something from whatever you Agreed. go through. So I I would like to kind of look at things from that perspective because, first of all, it's kinder and gentler and more humane, and because it's not it doesn't seem to be happening very much. I could see that perspective in the sense that me dating a woman and mm. having dated women, there was a long period in my life before I even gave men an open chance that I had this armor up because of things that I either learned from society or people about men. Because that was all that was all I knew. And it was out of protection, the people who were teaching me these things or the society saying, do this because men will do this to you, do this because men will do this to you. So I can see that interpretation in that sense if that was your yes exactly yeah that was really the kind of thing yeah and i actually think it leans into my interpretation of the song okay go ahead yours is a perception because you never actually experienced those male female armor building whereas i think her song in a positive way is is backstab not backstabbing back slapping hand slapping a guy or the thought of a guy that did things to her that has caused her to build up her armor in a bad way. And it could be some real ugly shit. And now she's looking at it as, I've got the armor because of you and what you did to me. But you know what? I'm going to make this a positive thing and I'm going to be stronger for it. But a little bit of a fuck you for for giving me that honor and that yoke that I'm carrying. And the one line, I'm just going to say this, and yeah, I don't yeah. heard, is that tells me, that, and she's double downing on it, yeah. is she's saying all this stuff to her to him or this what a group or a group think of guys. And then she goes, but wait till you meet my little sister. Point being is that she's even more tough and she don't even mess with her because she will fuck you up. I took it in. I built the armor up by what you did to me. My sister's not going to take that shit because there's a whole new generation coming up. that's learning from my generation with the armor. And she may not even need the armor because she's going to fuck you up before you do, do it. What's that? Well, that, that's the Listen point. Listen to the menopause show for one. <laughs> <laughs> it's not an angry song. And, I, and I, that's what part of it is. She, I think she's, I, I, I don't consider her a, a, one of those angry feminists, but she's just empowering and she's saying, hey, be strong in it. Carry that armor like a badge of courage. But she is bouncing, saying, you gave this to me. Yeah. And I agree with you. Totally. Okay. Well, and I'm done. Segment over. <laughs> I don't think so, I ever have heard you ever agree on anything. I ever. know. We, we have this. It's we a just, golden moment. <laughs> so anyway, with that as a little bit of a, you know, keep talking about what your thoughts are on the whole. It makes me wonder in that perspective, what are men supposed to do if that next generation is coming up this strong level headed? Is there a way to also provide the tools to have that strength as a woman while also knowing that. Men are just people and that they're just lovers too. The difference between having strength and having armor and kicking somebody out. Like is, is I, don't, I haven't heard the song yet, right? But is this interpretation saying keep your armor up and don't let them in? Keep your armor up and X, Y, Z? I don't, I don't know. When you say what are men to do, that's assuming they've done something, which the song assumes. But what are you thinking it no, is that I they're mean, doing? I mean, what are men supposed to do in this case if this next generation, be the little sister, is coming up with all this armor? How do men then 
still show women that they don't have to have this armor up? Or what does armor mean? You know, we talk about this kind of stuff a lot. We talked about it on the show. I, I was not fully joking when I said listen to the menopause show because this is the shit that we're talking about. No, go ahead. Take a drink. <laughs> you can take it. It's, it's yeah. sexy when you drink. Yeah. <laughs> now she spits it up after you say that. <laughs> Let it be known that Rihanna is taking a drink of water. <laughs> because, and again, we've talked about this in the show, and from my perspective, five decades of the women's liberation movement has been wonderful and has really propelled society in some interesting directions. But men have had nothing to keep pace with. We're playing by the same rule book we played in the 50s, 40s and 50s. It was almost assumed that men wouldn't get it or that we didn't have the emotional depth or whatever. And I'm just, I'm paraphrasing. I mean, I'm sure there's people who think kinder thoughts, but I, I agree with you. I don't think... Even though I know Sarah from her other songs, she's battling the good fight when it comes to relationships, just like all of us are. And I don't know where her she's at in her life right now, but at least her songs. And there was a song that she that I listened to today from her new album that made me start to cry because, damn, if this gal doesn't still isn't still playing songs that write that define my relationship with my ex, even as exes, the stuff she's writing. Well, you've been playing it on Alexa. I think there's a a two-way version. She knows you've been playing her songs. Well, I haven't been, so though. So she's I writing these songs. <laughs> I, with, she's, she's spying. We know that. With you two right. in mind. Well, she's definitely spying. So, But that said, that's what this is about. It's about how the only way, in my mind, that you can get to have happen what you were just saying, Rihanna, about what's going to happen when this next generation, which they're coming up now. It's Gen Z. They're like in their teens to early to late teens. I mean... It's just around the corner. We already have this hashtag Me Too movement that is like, yeah, you guys are getting your comeuppance now. And it's again, it's so adversarial. It's like even the hashtag with the fact that it's Me Too. It's it's like this is my story. This is what this is what the cage you put me in, or this is the armor I've had to build up. We've got more from it than that, or we can have more. And when we both, when we all understand that we write the script. In any interaction, we're on both sides. One person doesn't have really power over the other unless you give them that power. And so let's not look at it from that way. Men and let's, women, though. Exactly. And that's and I'm, I'm talking about both sides. Yeah. And I just, I think the scenario, because there's so much built-up hostility, it's overflowing now with all these stories that are coming out. And now God knows what the stories we're going to have because of this college scandal and all these celebrities. And it's like... So what... what I, I have an answer, a very simple answer to your question, but what would you answer your own question with? What are men to do? I'm not a man. I don't know. From well, the female, female perspective. perspective. From a female perspective, yeah. 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 And by the way, I think in a previous segment, you do channel a little masculinity, so... Okay, touche. <laughs> what are men to do? There are good men out there. There are good women out there. There are good people out there. I think it's a matter of a cycle almost, with starting with how open both of you guys are, you have to be the example. The fact that you just said you, you cried is a start. There's this societal schema that men don't cry. That men are these tough... Is it still out there? Is that yeah, really... Absolutely. See, that's what I mean. The, the playbook has not changed. And it's sure. made men retreat. So, to just be the example and be human... In my experience, when I had those... Before I had experience 
even interacting with men on that level. And I had those beliefs because of society that men were these tough creatures who didn't cry, didn't have emotion. And I didn't allow myself to experience a man because of that at the time. Mind you, this is early high school, mid high school. Um, if I had seen, if I hadn't had those experiences or those beliefs, I might have allowed those experiences to happen. Where if what are men to do is the question, be the example. Just continue being who you actually are so that women don't have to have this high armor. They don't know they are. Well, how I about just mind. not being a D-bag? How about not being, That's how about being sincere? That's part of the society. That's part of I it. Mean, Men I, are supposed think, to be. I, I think that she's building up her armor. It reminds me of why, and this is sad to say, but I always say it with a qualification, why I am more attracted to younger women beyond the typical older men, younger women thing. They haven't, their armor, they haven't gotten that armor because they haven't had as many guys Fuck them over. I the the uh, women that are my my age or my peers, they come with a lot of baggage that I acknowledge is probably caused more often than not by a guy that's put their armor on for them. And I I'm sorry, but I I, I feel for them, but I don't I don't need it because I I'm not going to be contributing to that armor. So I want to catch the women before they have their armor to say and show, like you were just saying, of being the example that you don't have to be treated by a guy in a poor way. We can make it all about you and treat you like the princess that you should be treated about and not have you put that coat of armor on. And then now you take that, because I'm not going to be a relationship guy, take that expectation to whatever relationship you do have with guys. And now you can stand up and be that little sister to Sarah Bareilles and not take the shit that a guy might try to give you because I've taught you how guys should act. And that sounds very egotistical, but that's that's my approach to why I like interacting with younger women before they get their armor. Which is great. And I, I agree with you. We have to be role models. But how do you be a role model if you don't know what your role is? So, and you're, what you're telling me is that you, were, you already had this perception of men when you were in your formative years without having really the experience that family and people around you. But you were being taught this lesson societally because no one's writing a better narrative on the male end we get caught up in whatever the narrative evolves into. And we are not willing or able or even thinking that we need to step up our game because we don't know what our game is. And that's one of the things that I think this show is about, for me at least, and I think for both of us, is that no one's talking about this shit for men. Right. It's like, and that's what I mean. It's all boom, 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 clashing against each other or talking about the armor that you gave me. Even in her song, she's like, it's like the man gave her the armor. She created the armor based on her experiences, based on her societal beliefs, based on what, you know, whatever. But you're starting almost from a negative foundation. So whatever comes from real life examples, we have to battle that too. And how can we do that when we don't even know what the hell is going on? By the way, you know, we know that Bobby needs to go soon, but I wanted to ask Rihanna, one, hopefully wrap up the segment, and ask you because you brought up a good point about the changing role of guys. You know, I grew up in an era where, I mean, it's chivalrous. Forget the madman crap, which is just misogynistic, but chivalry was you bought the meals for the well, you were the breadwinner. You were opening doors. You I mean you're doing all these things. You were the supporter, both financially, 
spiritually, physically, strength, all that. And so I want to ask you about this role of guys. Has that changed? Because I see out there that it's no longer, guys don't buy meals for women. I'm like, wow, when did that change? That really is no longer a thing. That's just one small segment. But talk about the changing role of males and how that affects a female now. I think something that happened probably a couple of years ago when women started really becoming, having a bigger place in the workspace, I think that did something to the societal male ego overall that I obviously haven't experienced. But I do think that that plays a role in just this dominating woman empowerment movement where there's almost this, I don't need a man to pay for this. I don't need him to take me out. I think there's both. I have experienced male chivalry where it was constant open doors and making me my meals. I have had that. So they are out there. I would be curious... I would be curious to look more into the the male and female shift that has happened because I do think industrially there has been a shift where in the 50s, 60s, it wasn't that women were having the same hierarchical positions as male and in society. Women couldn't do as many things. But I do think that there are still men out there who not only want to do that but try to do that. There's just... I, I I think most women still like to play the part of the submissive sexually, being the protect me, take care of me. I do think that. I think it's a funny twist, though, because I think that we are in a stage right now in women empowerment where we're, I can rise. I can do as much as a man can do. I can, I can, I can, I can. So there's that external. But could you not say that come the end of the night, you wouldn't mind being held, too, as a male? Could you say that you want to be cared for too as a person where there's yes, chivalry and yes, a woman does like to be taken care of, but so does a man just maybe in different ways. Yeah. And and actually the different ways are usually you wait on me. You, you serve me uh, in a negative way, I guess, but you're right. There could be a way where, see, I I don't personally need that, but I'm a cancer. So, right. (laughs) I think it comes down to, there's been some societal setups that men are quote-unquote supposed to and women are quote-unquote supposed to we have these certain roles like you were talking about Bobby where we have these roles that we're supposed to be filling of men being these macho tough guys and women being these sub more submissive being taken care of where I think this is one of the first episodes we talked about a long time ago where I think it's a beautiful thing to share both where I as a woman sometimes I love to be taken out but I as a woman sometimes love to take my partner out. Yeah. Even when I was dating a man, I loved at that, like, I love to be able to take him out sometimes. I loved the idea of that, but I also, or even doing it, I also loved when he did it for me, that there's very strict roles society has put on. And I think, I do think it comes down at the end of the day to the, the person. Well, it does, but society plays a big role. Like, with the, the roles we were just talking about, the submissive, I mean, that's, that's the 50s. Right. In Women, since that time, have really evolved out of that, not just by being in the workplace, but even in their own heads. Sure. Hear me roar kind of thing. Whereas men have not, if you look at the playbook that's in place for men now, societally, it's not much, it hasn't strayed much from right. the 50s. That's put us at a deficit because, again, we've gone through five decades or so of having no new rules. But men have emasculated tremendously since the 50s. Emasculated is a great word. 
I don't think that is a positive. Th- I mean, as you know, I think all words know, are neutral. I know, I know. But no, I think, I think all words suck. <laughs> <laughs> I love did, words. Did this help? I mean, I, I don't. We could go on and on about yeah. this. Uh, it's a big topic, but I. I mean, we, no, this has been great. I'm going to say this, this again because you coughed in the middle of that. Yeah. <laughs> we could go on and on of this. Did this speak to what you were wanting yes, to talk yes, about? Yes, okay, exactly. Well, because exactly. this was, we know as we start off with I'm this. Bobby, very happy. All about Bobby. Sorry, hashtag Bobby, very happy. <laughs> I'm going to change all our 120 segment titles to put Bobby in there somewhere. <laughs> or keto, because that gets a lot of hits. <laughs> what was the other one? No, no. The, the oh, Tin Hatton with with Emma, Emma Stone and Rachel Weisz. Yeah. Ooh. That, you know, because, because people I, are searching. I, yeah. I pimped out a celebrity name that, that, that spiked up and is in our top yeah. ten now. So I we're going to put a celebrity oh, name in every one of our titles. <laughs> Rihanna. Hey, that was... There we go. Wow, just look at it. You don't mind if we spell it differently, do you? Yeah, no, it's just not my name. <laughs> oh, right, Rihanna. That's a good one. I think we'll end up on that classic <laughs> note. Yeah, the cloth. So sorry. So sorry. I've been thinking it's crazy because I also don't let them drink water. So it really I'm not drinking water. It competes. I know. No, that's what I'm no. saying. It competes with one another. You can't cough and you can't. I gotta do it. It's not like we live in Phoenix here. You have an ocean. Stick your head in it. All right. Oh, the ocean. Well, hey, you know what, Sarah Bareilles. Let's at least homage to her. She's yes. an awesome yeah, artist. Alpha. Very, very good. Listen to that song. It's called, is it just called Armor? Armor, yeah, but it's got a new album, uh, Something in Chaotic. And we want residuals now. Oh, yeah. that's our celebrity. Uh, oh, that's oh, right. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> five, five, that one. Yes. With, with that, we say good night. Thanks so much for being with us here, Thank Rihanna. Yeah, thank you. Bye.